Welcome to the Lou Blakely Show. You're in the right place if you're a service provider who is ready to transition into a more freedom-based business model with digital products. In this podcast, I share with you a unique combination of launch strategy, energetics, and mindset to create true, long-lasting success. It's time to ditch the burnout for good, create the business that you truly want, and share it with the world. Let's get started. Welcome to the Lou Blakely Show. This is episode 10. So today's episode is the start of a five-part digital product series on the podcast. This series is all about choosing the right type of digital product for you based on your personality, your goals, and where you're at in your business right now. So each day over the next five days, I'm going to be releasing a new episode. Today's one is a big overview of why it's so important to strategically choose the right type of digital product for you. Then the following four episodes are going to dig into one particular type of digital product. And I'm actually going to share those types of digital products with you today. So this entire digital product series is to celebrate the launch of my new quiz, which is called What Type of Digital Product is Right for You? And the series is also designed to deepen your learning around the answer you get on the quiz to give it like way more context and way more learning so you can actually go away and take something from it, you know. So if you want to do the quiz which is called What Type of Digital Product Is For You, then hop over to louiseblakely.com forward slash quiz and take it now. I hope you really enjoy it and I'd love to know what answer you get as well. So the quiz is a really super fun way to quickly see what digital product is right for you right now depending on your individual circumstances. So let's get into today's episode. So as I said, it's a big overview and I'm going to cover a little story about how I created the wrong type of digital product, which then resulted in me developing this framework and this quiz. So in the end, it's a win, but it was a lesson definitely at the time. Uh, I'm also going to share with you the four types of digital products that I recommend. Now, as I said, I will be digging further into each of these in the following episodes. And I'm also going to share with you the things that you need to take into consideration when choosing your type of digital product. It's not just a case of doing an online course because everybody's doing online courses, you know what I mean? So I'm going to start off with circling back to the start of 2021. So last year, I was full of optimism in the new year as you are. I decided that this was the year I was going to launch my first ever mastermind. And so I did. In fact, I'd launched my mastermind by February. I was pretty happy with myself as it was one of my big goals for the year and I had already achieved it that early in the year. Now, the launch for the actual mastermind was not as great as I'd hoped. Full transparency there, I was not happy with the overall numbers. In fact, I was pretty disappointed with it. It felt like a huge amount of effort for the reward and I didn't really enjoy the launch process that much either. Anyway, that's kind of besides the point. I mean, it is important because, you know, you know that I talk a lot about alignment. But what is important though is that over the 12 weeks of running the mastermind, I actually started to know that it wasn't right for me. And I wondered why had I even created this mastermind in the first place? I think sometimes when we 
do something and then we look back and we can we can see our intention for what it was uh, in hindsight, you know. So now there are, there were a few factors here. I truly did believe that creating the mastermind was a good option for those people who signed up and it gave them access to the material that they needed to move forward with the support because there was definitely support in a mastermind but it didn't have the higher price point of private coaching so I did believe and I still do believe that it was a good option for my clients at the time Uh, so that's where I was on track But I also think I got caught up in the whole mastermind thing, like everyone else is launching a mastermind, it seems like just what you do, so definitely that was a motivator, so in hindsight obviously that intention is is not a good one, I don't think. I also had a goal where I just wanted to swap out my private coaching for something more scalable for me, and yeah, this is a great goal, but... I feel like there are other ways to do that without having to create a mastermind. So at the time I should have taken more consideration into the other options. And I was also at the time doing a program that was all about launching your group program. Like I wasn't actually in a group coaching program that was all about launching your group program. So I actually just wanted to get my money's worth out of the program rather than not taking action. Um, But This is also not a great reason, right? So here's why it wasn't the right choice. Like my reasons for it, for doing it weren't right. Apart from the fact that I believed it was a good solution for my clients and I still believe that after the fact. um, That was really the only reason why it was the right choice. But here's why it wasn't the right choice. If you've listened to any of my episodes so far, you know that I'm all about listening to yourself, being your own guide, listening to your own intuition and getting into an alignment with that. It's not about following the crowd, kind of like a know thyself type angle. I believe that's the way to go for sure for any kind of long-term success in business. And one of my reasons for doing the mastermind that I didn't actually realize at the time was to follow the crowd or follow a should. I know you can't see me, but I'm kind of doing the inverted comma action shoulds no we almost need to delete that word from our vocabulary so I was working with a very successful coach at the time as I said I was in a group program who had taught me his way and I just felt like I wanted to action that program to feel like I got my money's worth because I had invested in it I'd also spent a lot of time in it so looking back like this is just over a year ago it's crazy how much I've personally evolved because I would never do that again like right now if I went into a group program and it didn't feel in alignment I would rather just spend the money and kind of write it off as a sunk cost and actually say no I'm not doing that because I know myself so much better now but a year ago this wasn't the case okay so I felt like I had to just to feel like I got my money's worth, which is really quite silly in hindsight when I'm looking back at that. So I would never do that again, but sometimes it's the process and experiences that do help us evolve. So if I hadn't launched the mastermind, I possibly wouldn't have learned that lesson, meaning it would come in another way. So really no regrets there. And in terms of wanting to swap out private coaching for something more scalable, I think this is a great goal and it was a great in 
intention for launching the mastermind and it strategically makes sense but in this case it was missing the alignment piece which is so important but here's the thing I didn't actually take into consideration my circumstances at the time or where I was at business-wise so these are probably the two biggest things that where I kind of missed the mark my circumstances at the time were that I was still kind of battling that up and down with the chronic fatigue that I'd had as a result of burnout and I would still have good weeks where I felt amazing but I would have bad weeks as well and I felt like that really affected the experience for me like I couldn't show up with as much energy as I would have liked I still did everything that was inside the offer but I would have liked to have felt a lot better and that not be a problem for me at the time masterminds are quite high contact depending on how you set them up you can definitely set them up to suit you but you know that's something that I should have taken into consideration instead of just being optimistic I should have set it up for what if I am feeling not great how's that going to work and it's not like it was it changed the experience for the people in the group program at all but energetically for me it felt like I was pushing to show up and I don't like coming from that place I was actually really fortunate to have a small group as I said earlier I was a little bit disappointed in the numbers in the launch so even though I'd been disappointed with my numbers it actually turned out to be a blessing because of that health energetic type thing the other big thing that I didn't consider and this is huge was where I was at in my business so I had just made the big decision to niche down into launching in around November December of 2020 so that's only a couple of months prior so prior to that while I'd been helping people launch or create and launch digital products since 2015 I'd also been helping people with SEO Facebook ads and did lots of e-commerce work as well so I covered a lot like everything under digital marketing is what I worked in niching down so I made that decision at the end of 2020 niching down that decision has been the best decision in my business because it has allowed me to serve my clients at such a deeper level because I'm only teaching that one thing and it's still quite a decent size area but to launch a mastermind a month or two after niching is not something I'd advise to do now. I don't think being at that stage of business where I was at having just niched and having kind of just announced to people and trying to also move my audience because uh, I had a lot of people in my audience who weren't interested in launching so a big part of my audience no longer um, I couldn't serve them anymore so there's a bit of a mismatch there and then to launch a mastermind a month or two later was not a great fit so in hindsight I would have been much better to choose another type of digital product that was focused more on creating awareness about my new niche and bringing in a new audience like building up that new audience so that is definitely a big consideration how well known are you for your teaching do you need to build an audience or do you have an existing one both important factors so with that let's get on to the four different types of digital products that I recommend so the first type is a signature online course this is where you create a course around a signature method process or framework that you currently use to help your private clients achieve their goals 
So if you think a signature online course appeals to you, listen in to episode 11 because I'm going to do a deep dive into this type of digital product. The second type is a monthly membership. So this is a recurring type of digital product. So people sign up for one month and then pay every month to stay inside the membership or community. It's very similar to a subscription model. So think about magazine subscriptions, kind of the same kind of thing but online. So I'll be covering off memberships in episode 12, who they're right for and what's involved and all of that stuff. The third type is a mini course. Now there's a few different types of mini courses. A standard mini course is not your big process or system like you have with the signature online course, but it solves one problem that you know how to solve. So now in the mini course category, I've also popped in a there's quite a big variety of mini courses so I've included templates such as website, landing page, email templates, social media templates like graphics or caption templates so I'm sure you've seen a lot of them online so I would consider something like that to be a mini course and I've also included low ticket offers Sometimes also called SLOWs, which like SLO, which stands for self-liquidating offer. And I'm going to be digging into that on episode 13. So if you don't know what any of those things are or don't recognize those terms, then definitely dig into episode 13. I think that it's going to be a good one. Uh, Let's just say there's heaps of potential when it comes to mini courses. The fourth and final type of digital product is a group program. So also also can be called masterminds. So while launching a mastermind wasn't the right thing for me at the start of 2021, they are very much a valid type of digital product, particularly if you're a coach and you like to have a high level of contact with the people that um, that are inside your group program. So while it wasn't for me, that doesn't mean that I'll actually never have one again because I might at the right time. So if you want to know if a group program is right for you, then listen in to episode 14, which is the final episode in this little series. So let's get into the things that you need to take into consideration when choosing your type of digital product. So you might have guessed from my experience with my health, if you have health problems, it's definitely something that you need to take into consideration when kind of creating what kind of product you're going to have. So digital products are actually really great if you do fit into this category, if you choose the right one. But offering too much contact to you is not going to be a good idea if health issues are something that you need to take into consideration. Other things you need to take into consideration are how much time do you have, how much time can you be present, and how much time do you actually want to give, do you want to show up and be present, or would you rather it be a fully self-learning experience? So maybe you're also working a full-time job, you're on full-time mum duty, you also have a full-time coaching roster or freelancing clients, so you definitely need to take into consideration how much time you have when it comes to choosing the right type of digital product. Another thing to think about is how much money do you actually need to make from digital products? Is money your main goal? Do you need to make enough money to replace your income right now? Or is this something that you're looking at to replace your income in the longer term? 
Maybe you just quit your job or had enough of private client work and fired all of them. This definitely is a big factor. If that's the case, then that's going to dictate what type of digital product you need to choose to actually make that income back because not all digital products are actually designed to make money. Um, and if you're wondering what that's about, definitely choose in, uh, tune into the episode all about mini courses. So another thing that you need to consider is how well known you are right now for what it is that you do. Are you fully booked out and in demand with a waiting list? It's highly likely that the type of digital product that you choose, if that is you, will be very different to someone who is just starting out and actually still needs to attract a whole new audience. Or maybe they've switched their audience like I did when I niched down into digital products. So on that note, do you have an audience, like people that know what you do or not quite yet? So that's definitely something that goes on the list of things to consider. So just to summarize that, the things that you need to take into consideration when choosing the right type of digital product are time, what you need to make financially, your health, your current audience size and how well known you are, and of course, alignment so whatever offer you create whatever digital product you have to choose it has to feel good to you first before it can feel good to anybody else so there it is friends I hope you're intrigued about what digital product is right for you so make sure you tune into the following four episodes in this series for a deep dive into each of those digital products I promise you there is so much gold in this series and you're definitely going to learn something new. So I hope you found this episode useful. Stay tuned for episode 11, which is the next one in the series and it's all about signature online courses. And don't forget to take the quiz too to find out what type of digital product is right for you. Just go to louiseblakely.com forward slash quiz now. Thanks for being here and I'll see you next time. Thanks course creators and go-getters, you're incredible and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to find out more about what I offer, head across to loublakely.com. See you next time.